You're now tuned in to the True North Dot Bet Podcast. I'm your host Brandon Graham, and I'm pleased to be here with a special guest. We've got Samir Azizi of the Azizi Podcast. Samir, hey, double Z. <laughs> what up? Let's go. Let's go. What's going on, man? No, really pleased hey, to have Brandon, you. Hey, Brandon, so happy. So yeah. happy to be here. Thanks so much for inviting. It's a, it's a true pleasure, man. I'm so excited. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm excited as well, too, to get into this because we have a little bit of a spin of this True Not That Bad podcast where we're going to shift away from football and go a little bit more into um, a little bit of combative sports, but boxing in general. Um, I had the pleasure of actually going to the United Promotions Fight Night held oh, at the cool. CA Center. Yeah, really, really cool. CA mm-hmm. Center in Brampton. And I got a chance to see that. And you even told me pre pre-show that you were the one that actually uh, kind of hooked up True Not That Bad and United <laughs> Promotions back in the past. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, it was it was great. Okay, so Tyler Buxton was uh, on this show, actually, on, on my show, uh, on Azizi podcast. Uh, he was a guest and, and uh, you know, I just met him online. I'm like, hey, come, come on the show. And ever since then, we were like, great friends. And I and I came to to his shows in Brampton for several years to support him and his boxers. And then uh, the the co-founder of True North uh, bed uh Yuri Pershin he's a he's an old friend of mine as well who was actually my uh, Airbnb host when I first immigrated to Canada so that's how I became friends with him and so he told me about his project you know about this platform and I said hey like I know this cool guy I I just want I want you guys to like know each other I feel like there's some business to do and so I just created like this cute uh, this really quickly like a a, like a WhatsApp chat between them and, and it was so cool to introduce them and see like this partnership flourish and I don't know I was so cool so I'm very happy for Tyler I'm very happy for Yuri for True North that bet Right. Absolutely. Yuri is great people. Absolutely great people at Trinidad. Didn't get a chance to meet everyone. But I had an exceptional time coming from Brampton. I'm I grew up pretty much in Brampton. CA Center used to be called the Powerade Center. So I used to go yeah. and play hockey there, play football there. I've been there my entire life, baseball. So getting a chance to go there and actually watch a fight for the first time in my life. Never gone to a fight before, but um, I knew. Uh, How was it? Tell uh, me about your experience. Oh, man. I'm really curious. Gosh. I always really, love really when cool. people go to see fights for the first time. This yes. is like yeah, of course. First of all, thank you so much for being here. It's I love the energy, by the way. I love it. It's I love amazing. it, man. I love it. <laughs> love it. Yeah. No, hopefully it was not great the last experience. time. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. No, we'll do some. We'll do some more, of course, too. It's been a long time coming. I love the fact you reach out to me to get this done. This is awesome. Of course. Of um, course. no, my experience was great. I actually knew Joshua Frazier as we grew up, not too oh, far from each other. No way. Yeah, and Joshua Frazier. Another like, comic star. He's amazing. He's, man. he's really good. Yeah. So he grew up not too far from me in, in Brampton. So I know his brother really well. His dad really well. Oh, wow. His dad was a former boxer as well too. So I got a chance to see him him fight. Um, got a chance to see Josh Wagner from Orangeville, yeah. Ontario, fight as well too. Um, you know, a, a number of guys. Um, from, those man are hardcore fighters, man. This is like right. Right. You know, you know Mike what's the Smith? best thing? Mike Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go ahead. And I just want to like say something oh. afterwards, but like, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so the, the cool thing about this two back-to-back shows that Tyler Boxing had on United Promotions is the fact that those fights were televised on DAZN. Yes. So those were like, that. that's a huge step up for Tyler it's a huge step up for like for the entire team and for the boxers to get that worldwide exposure so I'm, I'm super excited super happy for everyone super happy it was really really cool and I even asked Gazelle and Yuri I'm like hey can I go down to like you know where I see the uh the judges and actually get some footage and they're like yeah let me let me figure out what to do because you can nice. go wherever you want and then they said oh no it's it's done by the zones on tv you can't go in that little area I was this close to going but I didn't I got a chance to sit oh, in yeah. a really good spot it's a serious business it, it was really cool to see on the top rope true north bet there when you go into the mm-hmm. big screen, you saw True North Bet as one of the main sponsors that the uh, the the ringman pretty much called out. So it was it was such a good experience. I had a lot of friends that were there as well too. Just coincidentally, that happens. And uh, I had a friend's cousin that fought the next day as well too. So oh, wow. it, it just 
a, a lot of people that they're kind of close to home there that um man how fighting. come you're not into boxing all of your friends I, are there listen, like what's happening if it's a big fight it was flight listen i'm, I'm a flow guy flow guy of course like pacquiao uh, mm-hmm. this, i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to a lot more i, I had a, the best time the hospitality everyone was really nice hospitality was great got great footage got a chance to speak production, to josh Bear. Oh yeah. my gosh, it was amazing. So I think now I'm just like I'm I'm into it. I'm fully fully immersed go. in this, of there course. And that's why we're, that's why we're here to talk about this, of course, <laughs> man. So it's it's great. Yeah. So so yourself, like you know, your, your background in court, you love boxing, you love crypto, so on and so forth. This big fight that's coming up between Triple G and Canelo yeah. Alvarez. Are you looking forward to this? Like, what what do you what do you think about this fight, man? How do you, oh you man, think? you have no idea. Okay, so a little bit of a backstory why this fight matters and why this fight matters in my life so much i myself is from from kazakhstan i was born and raised in kazakhstan and so was triple g gennady gennadievich golovkin was uh is from kazakhstan uh so he grew up in this uh coal miner city called uh karaganda Mm -hmm. and this is the city of very tough uh, people and he was Mm -hmm. boxer there was one of the best ones one of the best amateurs he he won all a lot of contests and he he became a silver medalist of the olympics Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh yeah he was like his signature style uh is later on was called a mexican style because he's oh. just a moving forward kind of guy mm-hmm. unlike floyd mayweather that who just who just you just mentioned who is a master at his craft and he's an amazing amazing athlete triple mm-hmm. g style is not like of a, of like a defensive but more of like an offensive style he goes at you and oh, he just crushes yeah. you he he crushes your body crushes your skull it's just like the way he fights he drops everyone he had the most consecutive knockouts out of all middleweights in a while and so right. he started his career in germany once he's uh, his professional career and he, he's been fighting there for his first i believe like nine or ten fights mm-hmm. until he moved to california around 2012 or 2011 I, I apologize to the true hardcore fans if i'm mixing up the dates where he's uh, a good friend of mine uh, promoter tom loffler actually started working with him and started promoting uh, triple g triple g is his uh, his allies uh, his nickname mm-hmm. so so they started developing this fighter in california mm-hmm. and the fans just take a liking to him right away and this is where he got his uh, style nickname mexican style right here the, the mexican culture the mexican fans just embraced him and you know in california it's it's a very huge very, very huge latin american mexican culture and uh his trainer abel sanchez was really uh detrimental uh, and instrumental in developing his style even further mm-hmm. and so he he became a champion uh of the world really quickly i think even from germany he already had a belt but like in uh, in California, that trio, Tom Loeffler, Abel Sanchez, and Triple G, they were able to achieve amazing things. At, at the end of the day, they had several divisions champions, sorry, several uh, belt champions, and uh, including the Ring Magazine. So basically, he, he was fighting always in middle at middleweight, and he was crushing and destroying everybody, and he was also called a boogeyman because no one wanted to fight him. Miguel Cotto didn't want to fight him. A lot of people just avoided him, including the star of, uh, one of the star of this week in Canelo Alvarez virus he didn't want to fight him either but they were all like but that was the biggest fight to make because canelo was always uh the superstar in boxing as well and he was up and coming as well he was right a rising star and he was already like peaking as well and that fight was just made in heaven triple g versus canelo for a long time and at some point when uh canelo had the wbc uh, uh belt and triple g became the mandatory to fight canelo uh, canelo basically didn't want to fight him and he just gave up Scared. the belt 
just right. to not to fight him. I don't know, scared wow. or not. I think he was scared. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so that's kind of like, and this hype was like kind of building up. This fight was building up and building up. And Triple G was like crushing guys left and right. And Canelo was, you know, going and, and, and fighting. You know, he was fighting Amir Khan at that time. Mm -hmm. Someone else. And, and also like knocking out people. It was like a knockout power from all around. And then finally, in 2017, the fight was announced in September. It was the first fight, the, their first fight of the trilogy. Right. So this is where they started fighting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop right there. Just no, keep going. Okay, yeah, that's <laughs> that's awesome. No, I'm. You gave me the backstory of everything, and it, it, it makes sense because after watching uh, Triple G's pretty much his, his fight breakdown of you know everything that happened in the trilogy from his trainer to himself, I learned a lot, and I heard, I learned of course that it. Canelo Alvarez did kind of drag it out or his team kind of dragged it out for a while until he was a little bit older, then took the fight. And of course, then had the uh, the draw in the first round in, in 2017 and 2018. Yeah. People said it was one of the worst uh, judged fights. That's what I, that's what I've seen. And his, 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 uh, his trainer did say mm -hmm. this. He said, well, his coach said this, he said, Hey, we believe that Kelly Alvarez is just an average fighter, an average fighter that was Mexican that they pretty much rose up to the top. That's how we've always looked at him. So in my hmm. mind, I'm like, oh, this this guy, Triple G's, uh, this guy's, he's a boss. He's a boss. He <laughs> knows what he's doing. And I'm watching, I watch all of his footage, and this guy, his footwork is immaculate. Uh, his great power, he's always on the attack. I, you never really see him backing up too much. And I, I have a lot of respect for Triple G, a lot of respect for both of them, but mm -hmm. I, I don't like the fact that. Canelo waited so long until that fight because he was definitely avoiding them for uh, a good amount of time. Yeah, is that true? Do you believe that? Of course. And yeah, and, and so, yeah, so I just want to add two remarks. First of all, I, th I think Canelo is an amazing athlete. He's one of the best boxers. He proved himself over and over. So I definitely do not want to diminish Canelo's achievements in boxing. And at the same time, when I said Triple G is a forward punching, you know, I don't want to sound like he, he's just like a one dimensional. Triple G has the best jab, the best jab right now in boxing, in my opinion. His footwork, as you said, is, is, is great. He's always, you know, the way he's cutting the ring, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a work of art. And, right. and just like the fact that, you know, his ring IQ and in his defense is, is, is always great. So Triple G is definitely a professional uh, and f with the capital uh, from the capital letter, basically. And uh, yeah, so so yeah, I, I do believe that Canelo dragged it out. You know, boxing, right. first of all, boxing, professional bo boxing is a business. Right. And Canelo was a superstar and it was all about money, of course, for the first, that's that's my opinion. Triple G, mm -hmm. at that point of his career, he was a bit romantic. He, he really he really believed that it's it's a sport. He really wanted to like to have all the belts. He really believed that everything's going to be fair and all of that. Mm -hmm. So this is where the first fight comes in. And the way first kind, for, first fight in September 17 happened is, is, so the two guys clashed together and Triple G was just pressuring and pressuring and pressuring. Canelo. Canelo was on the ropes all the time and, and it was just like obvious that Triple G just like hitting hitting him and hitting and like mm -hmm. getting landing his punches. At some point, Canelo put his best, best power punch on Triple G's jaw. And all Triple G did is just kind of like Kind of like this he just fainted a little bit and he just he actually never happened nothing happened to him at all and you could see canelo's eyes he was like oh shit yeah like, this oh my is... gosh yeah yeah i don't know if i can cuss here so i'm no, not no, gonna go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so yeah at that point everyone realized like oh my god triple g just got like just took the best punch from canelo and nothing happened triple g just right. keep pressuring and pressuring so yeah so at the end of the fight everyone was confident triple g will win this is crazy mm -hmm. everyone was scoring the fight for triple g mm -hmm. i think the the most uh like 115 113 was like the the, the majority of like the journalists and fans that's how they scored for triple g if not wider for triple g 
But when the scores were announced, it was only one judge who gave it to Triple G. And I think the other judge, I think, gave it a draw. And another, I think, I might be mistaken at this point. To, no, to it's be fine. It's 2016, it's five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and what was the most kind of like uh, horrific judging was the fact that one judge, I'm not going to uh, call the name, but th this one judge gave the fight to Canelo Alvarez with a horrendous score of 118-110. Oh, that's is wild. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that that's that's uncomfortable like even me i do teaching as well and i know i know what's right what's wrong that i watched yeah. that fight too there's no way that that could be the the score exactly too, right exactly I, and and that's yeah. why everyone just got so freaked out it's like oh my god this is an obvious obvious setup what's happening right. and so right. the, the fight ended up in a draw and that just disappointed so many people there was a huge scandal about it everyone was furious about it it was just like horrible everyone was saying including me that triple g got robbed at this first yeah. fight yeah that's uh, that's why I, I, and this is where the rematch got announced after after some time yeah yeah but he then of course he gets a little bit you know older of course but he still has the best job that's not saying. it this is not even the drama i'm gonna tell you what happened afterwards before yeah i want you to hold that thought real quick because i want to ask you about this because even with the united promotions fights and i've realized this as well too uh like for instance with josh frazier i was talking to his brother he said like hey i, I don't know if i can say this but i'm gonna say it there was another fighter that pretty much was supposed to fight Joshua Frazier because he's 6-0, all right, on a tear right now. He's very, he has really electric punches. He's up and coming for sure. But the man from Ireland he was supposed to fight couldn't get his visa, so they had to put another guy in to fight him. And, yeah, and this that guy, Yeah, it happens, and he didn't really make weight, so on and so forth. He knew he was going into something. I saw him smiling after the fight after he got pretty much knocked out. I'm like, oh, that's kind of... And so pretty much Joshua knew he was going to win that, that fight, and it's just like the politics that are in the game are something else. As well as the Josh Wagner fight, Josh Wagner... Uh, had a really good fight in the in the, the main event on sat on the Friday night, the first night, and I saw when he going ten round, ten rounds, kind of wore his opponent down, wore his opponent down. I wonder if that's a strategy to it. I'm gonna get into and talk to you about. But I remember he gave him one punch and he kind of stunned him. So when you talk about the Triple G getting hit by Canelo, one punch stunned uh, Josh Wagner's opponent, and next thing you know, after that, it was just he, he just got diminished pretty much. He got mm -hmm. you know pretty much canceled. So do you know when you're watching these fights exactly when there's a certain punch that pretty much you know. Pretty much gets oh, it, you it, can it, hear it. You know, you, you can hear you can it. You can hear it. You can hear right. the slap of leather on your face. It's just like that. Like the whole crowd can hear it, even with this when the the the, the auditorium is just so packed. Right. So you can definitely know when the power punch and the power punch. And for mm -hmm. the further effect, when you get punched by a power punch in the middle of the ring with lights and all, it's like the Rocky movie, man. The sweat, like this whole everything, like just flies. Everything like just you can go, see yeah. the wave of power, especially yeah. when they do a review, like like a replay in slow mo. You could see the power. So yeah, so those were the power punches from one of the best power punches, and Triple G just took it like it was nothing. So that's when yeah. like Triple G, like everyone said, like oh shit, like Triple G has that granite chin. Granted, chin of the chin of chin of steel altogether. I wonder too how these guys can keep punching each other and then either give go up and, and hug themselves after, like hug the guys after. I don't know if I got in a fight, I don't know if I want to hug the guy after. I don't know how to do that, but I guess that's more so the sport in general. Well, sportsmanship, but, man. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, gentlemanship. That, sport. Uh, not always I, happens, I, by the way. Not always, it doesn't always happen, but you said something about um. You were going to go into uh, the second fight and, of course, the third fight. Okay. You had something to say. Go ahead. All right. All right. So so that happened, right? The first fight happened and the dust settled and everything like, all right, it's time for a rematch. Like this, this is this cannot just end like this. Mm -hmm. The viewers are not satisfied. The fighters are not satisfied. Uh, and you know what? 
that's even better for the business because now there's more hype there's more exactly. money everyone wants more to money. see the fight everyone wants it to be settled of course so and so yeah this was this really helped triple g's in, in negotiations because canelo is always a superstar he's an a side yeah. and all of that just because of that economically speaking but triple g right. was able to negotiate a very good purse for himself i believe it was like 45 55 split which was a great great deal it was fantastic mm -hmm. and so the promotion was was in full swing it was a lay life promotion the rock announced the fight uh on hbo like everyone was like going nuts it was going down it was it was crazy triple g was super ready and then one day, no one expected it. And out of nowhere, there is a report by, uh, I'm not sure whom, I forgot. But basically the report says that Canelo Alvarez tested positive for uh, prohibited sound, for, yeah, for PED, for performance enhancing uh, drugs. drugs yeah. He got tested for clenbuterol. So that's, mm -hmm. that's a drug that uh, increases your muscle mass and, and all of that during preparation. Wow. And everyone just yeah. got shocked that Canela got popped for PEDs. Wow. So, so that's where the drama kind of even picked up even more because, okay, on one side, on one hand, we have a cheater. He cheated. Mm -hmm. he, he tested positive for PED. On the, on the other hand, this is where the shady stuff comes in. Maybe. I don't know. He, he's the superstar. He, he's basically feeding the entire boxing nation. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. Of course. <laughs> All right. Totally. So at this point, okay, I'm not gonna say anything that is I don't know I don't I don't know any facts. So I'm just speculating here. I'm, I'm just saying I'm just saying that's true. Like the, he is he is the money making machine. In any in any in any case, the fact is that he got banned for a measly six month uh, probation ban. So it was not two years. Like other fighters get banned for like like Jarrell Miller, for example, got got popped and banned for like three or two years. I think three Canelo, years not making any money. Exactly. That's what oh I'm talking my. about. Gosh, and so wow. Canelo, Canelo, he is, uh, yeah, he he uh, got banned for six months. It was like a slap on the wrist. And so, and after that, there was like uh, the whole thing where they explained, well, actually, Canelo denied it. Canelo said like, hey, so again, like, I cannot say anything for sure, but like, the, that's the fact that he got popped and he got banned. Um, so he said, hey, I'm, I'm a clean fighter. I'm not taking any drugs. He sweared and all of that. How they explained it is that when he trains in Mexico, Mexican beef, has a special substance in it for the cattle to have more more meat on them more, that yeah, includes no. clenbuterol. No. So what he says is that he in Mexico while he was training in Mexico he was eating uh, beef there and that beef contained that clenbuterol and that's how he explained the situation. Now mm -hmm. do you want to believe this or not? That's you know that's up to anyone. The fact is he still got pot he got banned. Uh, he did later do like a hair fossicle test uh, that mm -hmm. you know shows like extra extra stuff. And to be honest, and that stuff was uh, like clean, like that's where like it saves like anyway. So basically he did additional testing, which was like a fucking CSI Miami stuff. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that thing was clean, you yeah. know, without fairness. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? But yeah, so that's the fact. And, and Triple G did not appreciate that at all. He did not like that. He protested that he still went like the obviously the fight that was scheduled for May for Cinco de Mayo uh, got canceled mm -hmm. and Triple G still fought. He spot he spot uh, David Avanisian, I think, uh, and he won by a knockout. But obviously, right. the fighter was not on, on, like way the off same level. level. Yeah, not not, not the same level. Yeah. So, but it it is what it is. Triple G was in camp, and he wanted to fight someone. You know, he had all this energy, all this preparation. He had to fight someone. Mm -hmm. So yes, yeah, so that happened. And so this then later in September 2018, 18. that's when the fight actually happened. And mm -hmm. this is where the fight was pretty equal. This time around, Canelo was actually forward going and Triple G was always so was like a clash. So they were both mm -hmm. like exchanging, exchanging punch.
Mm-hmm. Just on Triple G was really leaning into his jab and he, he, he performed his jab masterfully. Uh, but again, the, at the end of the day, so the fight was actually more close. And a lot of people say, like, hey, I can see it either way or I can see the split and I can see or I can see, you know, Triple G winning or, or Canelo winning. Shab. Yeah. So they gave it Shab. to Canelo. It, yeah. At the end of the Shab. day, they gave it to Canelo. Now, right. Despite uh, Triple G's jab, although if you will look at the punch, that's Triple G was still up uh, with his land, like the landing of his jab and punches. Right. And obviously Triple G was not happy with that. And and after that, uh, there was there was like a whole thing with the zone and all of that. But the fight basically did not the third fight, the anticipated fight, p- people anticipated that people were still not happy with the outcome. And mm-hmm. they were anticipated the third fight, the rubber stamp match. Mm-hmm. And that fight got postponed, unfortunately, for four years with pandemic, with COVID, with negotiations, with the zone and all of that. And now finally the fight number three is happening now. And I'm gonna stop right Fine. here for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, catch your catch your breath for a second. No, that that's incredible. That's absolutely incredible. I I, I wonder with all the negotiations that happened, and uh, of course, people, you know, I, this is even the question I just have for you. Because of the East Coast bias or like you know, the North American bias, it plays a factor, it has to. Of these course. judges, these judges that are you know judging these these fights. I'm pretty sure sometimes they want to appease towards, you know, the, the Mexicans, you know, Mexican supporters or Americans mm-hmm. that are that are Mexican, so on and so forth. So do you ever think that it's crooked sometimes with, with the judging? Like, how do we really judge uh, equitably when there's so much bias towards like the Western world or these fights, especially with someone from, um, you know, Kazakhstan, you know, your hometown, mm-hmm. your, your home country as well, too? Like, do you do you find that there's some bias in that at all or is there you you think it's fair most of the time it it is my opinion uh, that it's obviously there is a bias there there is a monetary incentives and uh, i I wouldn't say there is straight out like outright outright corruption where someone gets like money under the table and all that but there are incentives and there are certain things the boxing world is very small world Mm -hmm. and uh, i even would go as far as uh, you know say like judges i think and correct me if i'm wrong but i think judges getting their money out of promoters pocket like officially, that's the rule. Like the promoter mm-hmm. of the fighter pays the judge. Pays the judge. His salary. Okay, cool. I think. Are they so. choosing these judges? Yes, they're also choosing these judges. They need to like agree with that with commission and and the, the opponent and all of that. But yes, yeah, so that's. But there's only so many judges that you can choose from and, right. and and all of that. But again, correct me on that information. But I feel like as far as I understand, you know, in a lot of cases that's that's the situation. And of course. You know the accommodation the dinners or like you judge certain fight this way or if you cross someone you're not going to get invited to uh to the uh to the next fight for example so yeah that that, that happens too so obviously there's but i think it's 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 about incentives and, and it's about also the perception you know some judges right. are just can be like thinking like oh like no way this guy loses like i will never right. be the guy who two judges against him or something. but again yeah. speculation but yeah yeah okay so that that's that's that gives me a little bit more insight because every time i watch i'm like how does Floyd Mayweather go undefeated? There, like, Amer- there has to be some. Oh, listen, some Floyd is a there. different story. Floyd is a different Floyd. story. You can never catch Floyd, man. No, you yeah. can never yeah. land on Floyd. <laughs> so, so, so Canelo actually deserved to win. Sorry, Floyd actually deserved to beat Canelo that time when he actually fought him. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Floyd okay. Mayweather's called him. He's he's cooled. He's cooled Canelo. Canelo was young. He's still developing, and and you could see that Canelo. Even the fact that they gave one judge gave the the fight to Canelo was already like controversial. So yeah, Floyd, in my opinion, won like straight up. He won that fight. Okay. Uh, not even in discussion. In my do you opinion. think? Do you think Floyd is the the best middleweight? Middleweight, yes. Middleweight no, no, of all Flo- time. Uh, no, Floyd's no, Floyd, lightweight. Yeah, he's a lightweight. He's a, he's a much lighter, but he's he's one of the best uh, boxers ever. He, I, I, in my opinion, Floyd is up there with uh, Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson. 
Oh, wow. Okay. So, of course, because he is undefeated. So, he has to be up there. Well, but and just his skill, just his skill alone, you cannot catch Floyd. You can never, like, it's funny how when he was, like, in his pretty boy Floyd stage where he was actually going for a knockout and then mm -hmm. he became Money Mayweather, Money May. And mm -hmm. that's when he, he realized, all right, it's not about, you know, me knocking out someone. It's, it's about me talking yeah. shit about stuff. And you try to beat me and everyone tries to pay him money to see him right. lose. And he is not right. losing he's because not losing. he's just, you cannot catch him. And, like, he's that's just... why Floyd, the, the craftsmanship of Floyd, you can never, you can never disrespect that. That's an amazing craft. Yeah, he's been touched sometimes, but he never really falters. And the one guy right? who touched Floyd was uh, Marcus Maidana. Maidana, and, yes, and yes, uh, yes. he really, he really touched. It's, it's funny. Like one time, Maidana on his Twitter account, he posted a photo of a of a tooth mm -hmm. attached to attached to a necklace. And yeah, he claimed Floyd's. that this is a Floyd's tooth and he's wearing it as a, as a necklace sometimes. So, <laughs> I mean, it's not proven, but that, that was like a, just like a funny story. Uh, that, that's really funny. Okay, perfect. So I, I need your predictions. We have like on seven minutes in this free uh, this free chat. We'll make sure. sure I upgrade for the next time. Um, need your predictions for Triple G, Canelo Alvarez, number three, part three in Las Vegas. I love Las Vegas, but this is MGM. Pretty Well, wherever it's going to be, it's going to be an incredible time. Uh, first of all, have you, <laughs> there we go. Have you ever been to one of these fights before? Of course, man. I went to several Triple G fights. I went to other fights as well. I went to different club shows, including 360 promotions by Tom Loeffler, who is a good friend of mine and nice. a promoter for Triple G uh, in Los Angeles. I also went to a lot of United Promotions uh, fights and also for Lee Baxter's fight here in uh, downtown Toronto. Uh, so yeah, fights are always great, always you know, a crazy atmosphere. I went to a fight when Triple G was fighting a Canadian Steve Rolls in Madison Square Garden. That was an amazing experience as well. Wow. So, so yeah, so, and, and, and in terms of uh, prediction, I would say this, a lot of people are speculating and they're saying Triple G is not at the level that he used to be. After all, he's 40 years old mm -hmm. uh, and he has the string rust, but I would bet against it. I would bet, I would say that, hey, like at the end of the day, Triple G knows what he's doing and he has an amazing team around him, including, mm -hmm. including his uh, very great uh uh, nutritionist that he have right now. So he's uh, he's looking in shape. He's looking really great. Uh, he's very calm. He's more experienced. He's mentally very much more prepared for that. And most importantly, mm -hmm. here's how I think the fight will go. I think the fight will go pretty equal. I don't think there's going to be a knockout. Maybe there's going to be a knockdown or so. And it's going to be like a huge kind of like, wow, what's going to happen? You know, mm -hmm, now like, mm -hmm. um, what if Canelo gets dropped? What if Triple G gets dropped? But I feel like at the end of the day, Triple G will utilize his job more and more and Canelo will have nothing to, uh, to put against it canelo comes off of from the loss from dimitri bivol where dimitri bivol schooled, schooled canelo alvarez Hold even him. further yes. than he did with Floyd mayweather and mm -hmm. and uh, canelo was just not in good shape and a lot mm -hmm. of my friends who are you know professional trainers in boxing they tell me like canelo is actually not in a good shape they're mm -hmm. seeing his training videos and they're seeing something different so yeah so i see i say this the fight was going to be pretty even and at the end of the day, Triple G's jab will decide the situation and Triple G will win on points. That's my prediction. Wow. There we go. I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. I wouldn't go against you at all. I think you you know exactly where you're supposed to do. And to be honest with you, with Canelo losing in that fight, this is this is a vulnerable time for him as well, right? Like this can be a time where he can go in there and actually lose and exactly. he's got to build himself back up as we go. I had something else to say, but I, I can't now. Thank you, Samir. I can, Azizi, I cannot wait for this fight. I cannot wait for this fight. It's going to be incredible. Saturday. It's Saturday. on DAZN. You have to purchase it on DAZN pay-per-view. Right. Uh, unfortunately, it was supposed to be like a free stream back in the day, but now the pay-per-views are back. So you got to pay. You got to pay out. But that's that's one fight that actually worth the money. Oh, absolutely. I think this is kind of like the last, not the last, but one of the best fights we're going to see for a long, long time. So I'm really looking forward to that. But yeah, Samir, where they, where can people find you? First of all, I haven't even asked about that. Where can they find you on Instagram, on, 
on Twitter, where can okay. they find you? So my handle everywhere is A double Z, A D O U B L E Z I. And uh, my podcast name is Azizi Podcast. Azizi Podcast, you can find it everywhere YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it. And uh, yeah, definitely follow me on every social media you can. Uh, let me know where you found me from. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to say also thank you so much, Brennan, for inviting me uh, to North That Bet podcast. It's I'm pretty sure Triple G Canelo will be will be on the on the platform for betting, and it's just going to be yeah. one of the best fights to bet on. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much where you can find me. There we go. Perfect, Samir. Thank you so much for for joining me. That was excellent energy. Definitely have to do this again, of course, soon. Talk about some more things. Let's like I'm, I'm so so glad we did this, and uh, I look forward to the next one. But this is the yeah. That Bet. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I, I do want to talk about football next time too because I was yes. watching football all day yesterday. I was like, damn, I got to talk with Brandon about it because that Packer game, because I'm a Packers fan and I'm really uh, disappointed. Yes, yes, and I was yes. wondering what you think. But, anyways, we're, yeah. No, I'll, 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 answer, I'll answer it. I think, I think, I, I'm a really, I think Aaron Rodgers is the, I played quarterback in high school, university for a bit. Aaron Rodgers throws the ball the best I've ever seen. I think he's the best thrower over the football ever. But he's without Devontae Adams. All right. Yes. Uh, the first, one of the first drives of the entire game, he throws it up to, to, uh, to Watson, a new receiver, and they messed it up. His hand, dropped the ball, right? So that that changed the landscape of the entire. Mm-hmm. If you really want to think about it, changing the landscape of the entire game, mm-hmm. couldn't really get the ball around, uh, couldn't run the ball as well with Aaron Jones or AJ Dillon. And defense wise, Jefferson is really one of the best receivers in the league. It's him, Jamar Chase, who's in, I'm a Bengals guy, uh, mm-hmm. and those two went to school together. They're both and they won the championship with Joe Burrow and Clyde Edwards Hilaire. That's another story for another day, but they. <laughs> Yeah, the Packers, I, I don't know what's happened, but understand this. The last two years, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers have lost the first game. And what has yeah. happened in those two years? Aaron Rodgers has won the MVP. Exactly. So you never know. You can never say never. I think Aaron Rodgers and those guys will figure it out. They might get a new piece here and there over the year, over this, the course of the year, because he, it's Aaron Rodgers, right? This guy is such a, a technician with the football. Of course, he's says he's immunized and there's some other issues with vaccinations, but he's an incredible talent. And I would never want to have another quarterback. That's what it comes down to. All right. So that, that's my take on it. But I want to talk about this more later on. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Brandon, thanks so much. Appreciate it. No problem. This is True Note Bet Podcast and Rose Brandon Graham with Samira Zizi of the ZZ Podcast. Can't wait to let's see you guys. Go. Keep balling. Of course, let's go.